Welcome to episode 35 of Stageworthy. I'm your host, Phil Rickaby. Stageworthy is a podcast about people in Canadian theatre. On Stageworthy, I might talk one-on-one with an actor, director, playwright, or producer, or I might get a group of people together to talk about a specific aspect of theatre in Canada. My guest is Aisha Jarvis, a Toronto-based actor and singer currently appearing at the 2016 edition of the Charlottetown Festival in both Mamma Mia and Anne of Green Gables. If you would like to be a guest on Stageworthy or just want to drop me a line, you can find Stageworthy on Facebook and Twitter at StageworthyPod, and you can find the website at StageworthyPodcast.com. If you like what you hear, I hope you'll subscribe on iTunes or Google Music or whatever podcast app you use, and consider leaving a comment or rating. How long have you been in uh, in Charlottetown? Um, I've been here since the beginning of May, around May 9th. Mm-hmm. I guess I got here on the 10th. Yeah. May. Yeah. So we started rehearsals on the 12th. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and you've been primarily rehearsing Mamma Mia? Yeah, we were rehearsing Mamma Mia, um, and we opened that on June 4th. And so now we're just doing performances in Mamma while we rehearse Anne of Green Gables, yeah. which opens on the 30th. And they're going to run in rep, are they? Um, they're going to run throughout the whole summer, yeah. Yeah, and we do um, Anne for half the week in mm-hmm. Mamma Okay. the other half. So on our double show days, we'll do one of each, mm-hmm. so we get four and four. So at least you're not doing the same show twice a day. Yeah, it's kind of nice yeah. that it keeps it fresh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, how houses are good? Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm in an apartment building that's pretty new yeah. just subletting place yeah. for the summer and um, it's been great cool yeah. um, is this your first time in Charlottetown I was here two years ago I did their young company mm-hmm. uh, in 2014 so that was my first time so um, you come from a theater family do my, I have that right? Your yeah, dad? my dad is in theater. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Was your was your dad in theater the whole time you were you were growing up? Um so yeah, he was always a singer. Mm-hmm. He's been a singer my whole life. He he did played in bands and mm-hmm. different things like that. Um he got into music theater um when I was about seven or eight. Okay. Started with the Lion King and then Okay. From there he's been doing a lot of And was that were you all interested in theater before him or was I, it I grew up dancing. I, okay. I did dance as a kid, um, and I kind of I was introduced to theater um, doing that, and through seeing him on stage, um, I always had an interest in performing. I never, um, I wasn't one of those kids who knew they were going to be a performer right. right from the get go. I kind of did it more for fun. Okay, um, thought about going into other things, um, but eventually, I you know I I, I started to learn how to sing and I. Acting and all different kinds of things um, around theater, and uh, just kind of found that it was where I felt most like myself, and it was I kind of uh, my love for it grew. When when did it become the thing that you that you were going to do? We're going to do yeah. probably at the end of high school. I went yeah. to an arts high school and okay. I did music theater um, there, the Topical School of the Arts, um, and even throughout there, I was still just doing it more for fun. Um, but by the end, when it came around to, you know, time to choose what you're going to do, I was like... So when you, when you were doing it just for fun, you were at an arts, like, a, you were at a school doing theater. Yeah, that, yeah, we were doing theater, but a lot of kids, um, come out of that school and don't go into it. Okay. It's, um, so, yeah, a lot of my classmates, um, so a lot of them went into theater, but a lot of them went into other things as well. Mm. So, yeah. Do you remember your first theater experience? Like not necessarily um, performing, but, but the seeing? first theater that you saw. Um, Lion King was actually the first yeah. show I saw. Did you see that with your dad in it? Or yeah, yeah, I saw it with That's my dad pretty in cool. It. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Um, it was amazing. Who was your dad in that? He was a swing, okay. so he swung all the male um, singer tracks, and then he understudied for Simba and Pumbaa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, swing is one of the is one of those jobs that people don't talk about mm-hmm. in the theater. Like people who aren't in theater don't know what a swing is, and people who are in theater sometimes don't think so much about the swing but man that's a hard job yeah it really is yeah it really um, 
Is that something you would ever see yourself doing, or is that like? Um, I think it would be a cool thing to do. It would be a a big challenge for mm-hmm. sure. Um, and uh, there's parts of it I, I don't envy. Yeah, because <laughs> it's yeah. it's hard, and I I I've done kind of swing tracks for like show choirs, yes. but that's yeah. you know that's maybe a couple numbers. Yeah. So doing for a whole show would be yeah. crazy. But you did get to did yeah. you do show, show choir in school? Yeah, yeah. my high school we did yeah. show choir. Was that yeah. so? You did show show choir and theater at the same time, or what, what, did you go show choir and then sort of into theater? Um, well, we did uh, full productions of musicals okay. at our high school as well, um, and then show choir was kind of extracurricular thing you did on the what, side. What was, what was your first musical that you did? That I did? Yeah. Um, like in high school or um, ever? Just ever? Like whatever, whatever. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. It must have been Urinetown. I think that was the first show I got to do at school. You did yeah. Urinetown in school? Yeah. Okay, we did that's Urintown cool. That's in cool. school, yeah. That's fine. Um, you were at, which, which were you at Sheridan for theater? Or was yeah. It, yeah, Sheridan. And you did that, I can't remember the name of it, the, uh, that interactive Brantwood. The Brantwood. Yeah. Yeah. We did you that. Were part that was of that. our last show, yeah. Um, I know so many people who, like, were desperate to get tickets to mm. that. <laughs> and people who went so many times. Um, what was it like doing a show that's not um, your traditional theater um, stage and there's an audience that sits there? It, Brantwood was as an interactive thing people move around and yeah. walk in at any moment yeah be a part um, of it so it's it's a totally different energy level I found because you're always you're never off stage right um so you're you're going and going for two hours yeah. non-stop I, I think it was a bit over two hours actually maybe two and a half and we our show it ran you do all, your whole track and then you run the whole thing again mm-hmm. um so that was interesting too. You get to the end of your story, and then you kind of you have start to, over. yeah, and you start right over again. And, and is that was your story like taking up the two and a half hours, and then you do the whole thing again? Took about for four hours. Took it about an hour yeah. for one okay. track, and then we did another hour again, and, and there was a, a finale that we all did mm. at the end of the second run. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, you're as close to audience members as we are sitting now. Yeah. Sometimes even closer, and yeah. sometimes you're talking directly to them and doing things with them, and. Um, so the show would change um, very drastically depending on yeah. who you were interacting with and um, what you got to do with those audience members. Um, uh, uh, but right at the beginning of my track, I had um, pretty much an improv mm. sequence. You had you had uh, plot points that you had to hit and certain things that you had to do, but within that you could interact with mm. the audience members kind of any way you want, um, you know, as long as it's is true to your character yeah. of course um, and then we'd have written scenes that we do and it was such a cool exciting experience yeah. it's so different yeah. how do you prepare for that kind of interaction with an audience because that's not something that that you really that anybody's really used to mm-hmm. um, nobody teaches you that in school because yeah. you usually learn um, that you, the audience sits here and you are there yeah. performing at them yeah. Um, how do you prepare for interacting with the audience like that? Um, well, we we actually got to perform for our classmates in the rehearsal process. Um, not a whole lot because with the nature of the piece, you had to rehearse multiple scenes at, at the same time. Yeah. So you didn't always get to see everything that was going on. But we did have um, rehearsal time dedicated to um, watching our peers and mm. being those audience members for them. I think a lot of things we figured out once the show was open because yeah. you can't really um, really learn how the you know, that kind of a beast of a show is going to work yeah. until you have everyone in there. And you have no idea what the audience is going to yeah. be. Yeah. Because not everybody is going to be, your classmates could exactly. be very giving audience members and, and a yeah. regular audience could be very different. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did you figure out any tricks for like drawing people in when they were resistant or... Um, a lot of just like eye contact and just showing people that you are genuinely um, interested in them yeah. and what they can bring to this. Mm-hmm. And I think um, 
sometimes getting people one-on-one would make them more willing to be free and talk to you. And and I think that was some of uh, people's most favorite moments of the show because they had a little special thing that no one else had. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you get some audience members that just didn't want to, and, and it's kind of just reading them and you knowing you want to take a step back. And, yeah. Um, you know. Did sometimes, you ever find it difficult to take somebody one on one when they're with a group of people, or, or were, yeah, yeah, like sometimes, um, you'd have scenes where you just ended up being by yourself because mm-hmm. you can't, you don't want to draw take audience away from another yeah. scene, um, and sometimes they're just interested in something else, and yeah. um, we don't ever stop them from leaving a room or anything like that. So and when you're by yourself, are you still doing the scene in yeah. case somebody comes in? Of course, yeah. You just have to stay on and you're doing it. Just you're like there's an audience there. Huh. You keep going. Yeah. yeah. That, that, that's got to be kind of weird sometimes. Yeah. Like, to be able, I'm doing the scene but there's nobody here to yeah. see it and there might not be anybody yeah, to see it. for sure. Um, yeah. Overall, what did you think of the experience of doing a show like that? I loved it. It yeah. was so different and um, interesting and it, it taught me a lot about myself as an actor and as uh-huh. a person um, a lot of it scared me like the whole improv as- aspect of it something I wasn't as comfortable with and yeah. it pushed me um, in the greatest way um, and it's still something I continue to work on and um, yeah it was a great experience and I think it really bonded our class yeah. and yeah. had you done any kind of improv outside of like a couple of classes in, in, uh, in school or yeah, it was really just what we got. We got yeah. at school. We had a full semester of it, okay. um, which was great. But uh, nothing. And, and yeah, classes here and there before that, but not a whole lot. Yeah. Because yeah. um, I know that show has inspired a couple of other mm-hmm. shows. I know Hogtown yeah. in Toronto. Uh, Sam Rosenthal was hugely inspired by that yeah. and Sleep No More yeah. to, to create that show. Yeah. Um, and I think. I mean, if that show was not part of your part of school, it probably could have run a lot longer yeah. than it did. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. People really loved it and seemed to yeah. pick up on it. And we're, we're still hopeful that maybe it'll have another life. But well, that could be cool. Yeah, it'd be cool. But it's yeah. awesome that it's inspired things like Hogtown. And yeah. I was actually part of the workshop of that earlier oh, this yeah? year. So it was cool to do Brantwood and then have that experience. That's very cool because I know, well. I know uh, after that workshop... Uh, Sam had mentioned that that some actors found the interactivity very difficult yeah. to do because yeah. it's not what you're expecting. Yeah, like if you only know one one type of mm-hmm. the regular type of theater for one of a better term, then it's very shock. It's like a mm-hmm. shock to do that kind of interactivity. Um, were you yeah. able to give them point, give people pointers or or? Um. Or, well, we were open to... T- there were a few of us that had done Brentwood that were part of Hogtown, and um, there was a little bit of discussion when people needed to. There was a lot of people in it that had also done immersive theater as well. Um, so they you know, brought in their insight. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think we were, we were mostly there to show them that, you know, it'll all come together. It's all going to work, yeah. even though it, it seems like it's a lot going on at once because it's more... It's more than a regular rehearsal process. Oh yeah. Um, when you have yeah, you know, three scenes that are going on at once, and you're worried about timing and mm. you know whether things are going to flow the right way. And um, but Sam is brilliant, and yeah. the whole team, Drew, and uh, everyone who worked on that show was great and had um, gave us great comfort. And, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, having gone through Brantwood, we knew it was yeah. it would all work out as well. I know that with Hogtown. Sam had talked about using music as sort of a way to keep things on track, uh, to have like music as the the timekeeper. Mm. Um, when you did Brantwood, how did you manage? How did you keep things on track? So we actually or- had clocks. Okay. Um, in pretty much every room, mm-hmm. um, so you'd have to, and you'd have, uh, you'd know how much time you had for each scene, mm-hmm. for each moment. Yeah you know exactly where you're supposed to be at six minutes or 13 minutes or um so we kept track that way mm-hmm. um and sometimes it would you'd, you'd be able to clock you know from another scene that was ending that yeah. yours was supposed to begin or things like that but it was a lot of us just keeping track of yeah. the time and, and eventually you could you could kind of feel it it was kind of in your yeah. body you'd know exactly where you're supposed to be mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so um after Brantwood and before uh, Hogtown, were you doing any theater in between there? Uh, 
Yes, I did um, a couple shows in that summer. I did a production of Snow White, mm-hmm. Solar Stage Children's Theater. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did a show called The Postman, which was another uh, site-specific show that we did. Um, and then I, I was doing the Theater 20 Conservatory mm-hmm. um, right up until starting Hogtown and through Hogtown mm-hmm. as well. Um, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, when you, I mean, you've been you've been doing some theater since you were a teenager and through through school, and, and now you're you're in Charlottetown working working professionally. Um, do you notice any differences in the way that you approach work from when you were starting out to how you work now? It's oh, an interesting question. Um, I think just through you know life experiences that I've had. Um, I'm able to find ways into characters a little more easily and, and dig deeper into um, the more difficult of characters. I think I think I've my I've opened myself up a little bit more, so I'm able to access those different emotions mm-hmm. more quickly and more easily, or think about things in a different way. Um, I think you know because I've picked up a lot more tools along the way. There's a lot more that goes into it, mm-hmm. um, and my passion for it has only grown. So. Yeah. 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 Um, in Charlottetown, you've been, you were saying, you did, you, you rehearsed Mamma Mia, mm-hmm. and you opened Mamma Mia, and you start rehearsing Anne of Green Gables. Mm-hmm. Um, how is, how do you find the, the combination of rehearsing during the day, performing at night? Do you find that, is that, is that draining, or do you, do you have any ways of, of, of keeping your energy for both? Um... Yeah, it, it can be a long day. Um, I find I just have to keep myself going. Yeah. Um, and uh, w- they do shorten our rehearsal schedule on the okay. days that we do perform. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes it's just a matter of um, kind of getting that blood flowing again. If you, yeah. you know, We have a little bit of a break and you eat and you settle down and yeah. you feel a little sleepy but then you just gotta, <laughs> you, you, and you but you always know that there's an audience there coming yeah. to see you and and you never know what you can do for that you know one or two people in the audience um you know it, even if you move those one or two people it, it's worth yeah. it and just remembering that i think gets me going yeah. ready to go so i, yeah. I sometimes find the, the worst thing i could do is have a nap I yeah like yeah because me just too. Be too yep i yeah. can't yeah so i tried like, yeah just and you know what? Coffee doesn't do it for me at that point. Because mm-hmm. that's just going to, like, it doesn't hydrate, doesn't do anything. So you just got to, yeah. I guess, just drink water and, and get your body moving. Again. Yeah. 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 Um, do you have, uh, I mean, you're, I don't want to ask you to, to choose between your children, but is there <laughs> one that you're enjoying more right now? One show that yeah. I, oh my goodness. Um, they're both you're not going to get in trouble if you're yeah. okay. <laughs> No, I, I'm really enjoying both of them. Yeah. Um, it'll be awesome to get Anne up and mm-hmm. running, I think. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm enjoying performing with Mamma Mia, of course. And yeah. just being rehearsal processes for Anne, it's a whole different thing. And they're such completely different shows, so yeah. I kind of love them for different reasons. I um, wonder what it's like rehearsing a show like Anne of Green Gables that has such a history here. Mm-hmm. Um, is there I don't even know how I'm trying to trying to phrase this but um, because Anne of Green Gables is like the like they do it every year mm-hmm. um, are there is it is it the same every year do they find new ways to make it fresh every year um, is it they I believe last year was the year that they did a a bit of a rework mm-hmm. of and um, some things were taken out. Um, I think they went back to the book and mm-hmm. really stayed true to what that story was. Um, and um, who knows what the future of it will be? Yeah. I don't know if they're going to do some big yeah. revamp of the whole thing. Yeah. Or, but yeah. Um, did is there is there something that 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 you. So obviously you're going to, you're going to finish out this season. It's going to go till like September third, yeah. Yeah, and then you're going to go you're going to go back to back to Toronto mm-hmm. and um, 
are there, I mean, it's so hard to set goals in this industry. Yeah. But is there, are there things that you want to do? Um, well, I, like, there's so many things, I guess. Mm. Uh, I, I just love to work for, you know, any of the companies in Toronto. There's yeah. so many different ones. Um, and I'd love to work for any or all of them. And I love to yeah. travel and yeah. um, just do theater that's important and yeah. that I'm passionate about. And yeah, Your dad's on tour. Yeah. And um, have you learned anything about, about touring theater from your dad's experience? Um, yeah. Um, well, he he's taught me a lot about just, you know, going after things even if it scares you because... Mm-hmm. It was something that made him nervous, and it was something something that would make me yeah. nervous too. Going on yeah. tour for that long and um, jumping into a show where everyone already knows what they're doing, mm-hmm. um, and that's kind of helped me in this process as well. Because yeah. Anne was a show that most people in the cast have already done, okay. so the process was pretty quick mm-hmm. because of that. Um, there were a handful full of us that were new, but most people had done it before. So um, just. Uh, Reminding myself that I'm here for a reason. My yeah. dad tries to remind me of that and mm-hmm. reminds himself of, of that as well. And um, just going after things and the, the, you know the things that scare you really are the most well, rewarding. That's one of the things that, that I'm finding. Yeah. In, like just myself, um, that if something scares you, it scares you for a reason, mm-hmm. and it could be so easy to just sort of say, "No, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, not gonna yeah. do that because it scares me." But if you push against it, obviously it's important to you, or it wouldn't scare you. Yeah. Um, and that's it's great that you have your dad to sort of to mm-hmm. sort of show you that. Um, and you you've seen him perform in 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 the show that he's in. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you obviously you saw him. You've seen him perform a number of mm-hmm. shows. Um, what's it What's it like watching your dad? Watching my dad up there. Yeah. I'm just filled with pride, and yeah. I I love watching him out there. He's. Um, a big inspiration for me, big reason why I do what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, I love seeing the way he works and yeah. um, keeps me working hard because he's always learning. And yeah. um, and uh, he reminds me that you know you can learn something from everything. Yeah, um, yeah he really lives by that, especially because he didn't go to theater school, so mm-hmm. he um, credits his first show. He was in Lion King for three years, and he kind mm-hmm. of says that that was like his theater school because he just would learn from everyone and everything. You would learn a lot in three years. Yeah, show. for sure. Especially was he touring sp- that show? No. no. He was just in Toronto oh, right. swinging, yeah. Um, and understudying. That's, I mean, I had a thought and I lost it. Um, the, the, like what, your dad uh, being an inspiration to you and, and, and teaching you so much. Um, do you were saying that your dad didn't didn't do theater school. Mm-hmm. Um, did I, I, and I know I'm, these are questions that I would I probably love to be asking your dad. Yeah, um, but he's not here right now. Yeah. Um, did you see a, a difficult transition in him from going from music, like being a musician, into theater, or did he just dive in with both feet? Um. Well, I was I was also very young, so I mm. think a lot of the challenges he you know I might not have mm. seen, but I, you know, talking to him now, I know that it was terrifying, and yeah, yeah a lot of, and he did go into training um, outside of that as well because um, he didn't have that background. Yeah. Um, having sung all his life, I think he was um, prepared in that sense. Mm-hmm. But singing music theater is also very different. It than, is. It is but, very uh, different. Yeah. There's more. There's a lot more to it, yeah, and probably more shows in a week than he would normally yeah. do. Yeah, so he took a lot of lessons, and yeah, learned from a lot of people, asked a lot of questions. Um, yeah, but kind of just dove in headfirst yeah. and I actually think that we don't do enough of that mm. generally. I, I, in my experience, there's a lot of people who don't, ask, you know, people are afraid to ask the questions. I won't look stupid. I don't want to. Yeah. Don't want to not know this or look yeah. like they don't know it, but I think that asking those questions is is so important. Mm-hmm. Like if you don't know a thing, you should yeah, ask it for sure. Um, as uh, for yourself, when you were, um, you know, you you made that choice to to go into theater, um, 
but it wasn't something that you were thinking of doing. What were some of the other things that you were thinking of doing before you? Thinking of doing? Yeah. Um, well, as a kid, I thought about, you know, maybe being a teacher mm -hmm. or a doctor. Um, and during high school, I thought a lot about going into psychology. Mm. Um, and that was kind of my second plan. Yeah. Um, I also, my, I, for a long time, I thought my parents wanted me to get a degree in something else, not yeah. theater, something a little more stable. <laughs> but, uh, and so I was looking into other things, yeah. other degrees. But, uh, um, but then I found out they just really wanted me to get a degree. My mom mm -hmm. coming from the business world, right. um, especially, you know, yeah. was very passionate, and, and my dad as well, about getting a degree and, mm -hmm. you know, and, and um, in our current society, having a degree can help just in other things um, if I wanted to go into something else. Yeah. So once I found out about Sheridan and I knew um, that their program was turning into a degree program, I was yeah. thrilled to yeah. have that as an option. Uh, some, sometimes when I talk to people and, you know, they, they get to that, you know, they, they we're talking about, you know, when they went and decided they were going to go into theater, and then I asked them about how their parents reacted. Mm. Um, you had a father who was in theater at the yeah. time, so, um, and, and I imagine that he wasn't too resistant. No. But obviously something was making you think that, that your parents didn't want you to do it. Well, um, not that they didn't, they were, they were totally supportive in me doing that. Mm -hmm. I, I knew that I'd be allowed to do theater, no matter what. It was just, um, I thought they wanted me to get a base degree in something else, just mm -hmm. in case. Ah, uh, yes, yeah. Um, yeah. But that wasn't the case. Mm. But I, I had never doubted that they were going to let me do theater. Cool. Um, they talked to me a lot about the struggles that would come with it. They were very That's realistic about what my life would be. It's also good that you had somebody who had, like, who yeah. knew a little more firsthand. Yeah. Um, because not everybody has that as an asset to be mm -hmm. able to um, give them a bit of, you know, yeah. inside knowledge. Yeah, yeah. Um, and those are the some of the struggles that um, they'd. My father had seen, you know, transitioning as well, and because mm -hmm. he had worked an office job and, yeah. you know, had that steady paycheck. Yeah. And uh, and he was pretty lucky to work pretty steadily, but there were some breaks in there. We, I, I never noticed mm -hmm. as a kid. Um, but that was definitely something that they had to get used to, and um, and uh, we were able, we were always able to stay, yeah. you know, comfortable. Um, I think having my mom in a different field helped a lot too, yeah. and and he was very lucky with the flow mm -hmm. of his career. That yeah, well, it's unusual to go. I don't know if he did, um, if he worked up to being in the Lion King and did some other things, or if he just sort of was right into the Lion King. Um, yeah, that was kind of his first. He went to an open call. Yeah. It, it took. It was a long process. Yeah, yeah, Many yeah, auditions took was. took a while before he was actually yeah. in the show. But um, yeah, that was his very first theater. That's pretty experience. cool. Yeah, That's pretty cool. That doesn't happen very often. Yeah. yeah. Um, is I mean, one of the things that I always found the most difficult about doing theater when I was trying to do it full time was the the idea of picking up and leaving and going to where the work was because I was mostly a, I was very much a homebody mm. and so the idea of just you know oh it's time to pack my bags and I'm going to go here for six weeks I'm going yeah. to go here for six weeks mm -hmm. I found that really um, terrifying is not the word but it was really really daunting and I didn't push myself enough to do it um, do you find it because you can go two ways. You can say, I'm really excited about it, or you can say, this is really scary and sort of mm -hmm. be afraid of it. I went to the fear a angle. Do you find yourself more on the, uh, I'm just excited to do it sort of, sort of spot? I think so. Yeah. I've always been um, someone who loves to travel, mm -hmm. and um, the idea that my work can take me to those different places is exciting. I do get very homesick, and I, mm -hmm. I love my family, and I'm very close with them, so I'm, I miss them a lot. And... You know, there is there are nerves that come with going course, away, yeah. and I've never been away for a contract for this long, yeah. so um, it was definitely a little scary coming here. But I was yeah. very excited. But you've been here sure. before, so yeah, at least you had yeah, some, and that was a comfort as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, when you were here the last time, how long were you here for? Uh, three months. Three months. Yeah. So not quite as not quite as long. Yeah, this is just, yeah an extra month yeah. now. Yeah. Um, 
what it, I mean, here you are in, in Charlottetown. It's a place that I've never been before. Um, what do you what do you really love about about Charlottetown? Whether it's the festival or the city or, or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Well, the festival is amazing. The, the people involved in that are incredible um, and passionate, and there's a lot of beautiful theater that happens here. And um, the people that you see coming to the shows yeah. um, are wonderful. And and I just found I find it's a very friendly place. Yeah. Everyone's will always willing to talk and um, get to know you and just everyone has a smile on their faces yeah. and it's a very cute sweet place to be and um, it's beautiful especially yeah. in the summer and people yeah. always say that you know this place comes alive in the summer mm-hmm. um, I've only been here in the summer but yeah. but you well, can see it happen. But you've also been here through a very bleak yeah, couple it's of true. months. Yeah, yeah. So maybe yeah. maybe you have a better you sense see, than you did yeah, last time of, yeah. of how you it comes see. alive in the yeah. summer. Yeah. Um, so Adam Brazier is the uh, is the artistic director of the Charlottetown Festival mm-hmm. now, um, and uh, he was the artistic director. The artistic I don't remember what his actual title was. Theater Twenty, yeah. um, but he did that. He was the founding director of that, um, and then he's come here. Had you had, had the opportunity to to work with him or or talk with him before? Um, I'd worked with him a bit just in like master classes or things here and there, and I I'd, I'd met him before briefly because he actually worked with my dad. Mm. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I, I, and we worked with him, um, when I did Young Company as well. So, yeah. Um, what's, what's, I mean, you were saying, and we're jumping around a lot. That's, yeah. you know, that's just the way that this, this <laughs> ended up working. Um, so, you know, you were saying how Mamma Mia and Anne Green Gables are two very different shows. Mm-hmm. Um, I imagine that, like, there's so much about them that's different because Anna Green Gables set P.I. Mm-hmm. a very specific style of, of, of music with Mamma Mia um, being a very well the ABBA uh, yeah. thing um, in, in in approaching those shows is there any particular um, uh, do you, is, is there something that you find as a as a sort of a seed that sort of links them together because it's unusual to to think of those two shows running together they're so mm. different and yet here they are sharing a stage yeah. at the at the Charlottetown festival yeah. is there some kind of seed that connects them in some way well i think they both have a lot of heart and i think they both center around you know um finding who you are mm-hmm. and um growing into that and, yeah. and uh, you know accepting all the parts of your life and how they mm. mesh to form mm. the being that is you and I, yeah. I think I would say that they both kind of center around that mm. in their own way yeah. um, about finding your home wherever that may be mm-hmm. um, creating your own home mm. creating your own family um, yeah and just l- staying true to you, who you are and what, what you want your life to be yeah, yeah. um how, I mean, you were saying that that a, that a number of the people who are here have been here uh, in previous years. How's it like being the like the new kid on the block coming into a group of people that that know each other, have worked together? So it's been great. I that brought a um, a bit of nervousness to the process for me, but but everyone's just been so welcoming and open, and um, so as soon as I started, that you know all those nerves went away. Mm. Um, yeah, it's, it's been great getting to know everybody and it, and it's kind of nice, you know, having people who do know what they're doing, they can guide you in certain ways and, uh, yeah, and everyone's really taken all the newcomers in, which has been nice. What's the age range of the cast? Oh my goodness. Um, uh, well, we have young kids Mm -hmm. in Anne. Of course, yeah. Who, uh, I'm not sure what the youngest... Mm. How old the youngest is, but mm. maybe eight to mm. over seventy. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I might be a little off on those numbers, yeah. but it, it ranges quite a bit. How's how's how were the? I mean, the kids are obviously a big part of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, is it? Have you worked with children in that way before? I mean, you've done children's theater, yeah, which is a very different. Very different thing, yeah, but we're acting with kids. Is it? Is it? Um, with kids, yeah, in 
one show. I mean, I've done shows where we maybe had one mm-hmm. younger, yeah. but twelve was. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, so it's it's a a different experience, and it, it's you know you can see different personalities and how some of them are nervous and being in mm-hmm. a group of people who are so much older than them. Of so course, it's, yeah. Um, I find that I want to find ways to make them feel more welcome mm-hmm. and um, connect with them. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, because I'm, I'm, I'm sure they feel nervous coming into mm-hmm. the process where, f- you know, a lot of people know what they're doing as well. Yeah. Um, I think some of them have done the festival before, so they probably know more than I do. They These might. things <laughs> I can learn from them, which is great as well. So, yeah. um, and they're all very talented and... Um, you can see more some more of them come out of their shells mm. day by day, and some of them are just ready to go and yeah, you know, love the stage. That's so, great. Yeah. Um, do you do you ever uh, want like wonder about what it would have been like if you were acting if you were in a show that young? Because you were not oh you gosh. were not like yeah doing theater. No, I couldn't imagine myself doing that because I was such a shy kid. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think I would have I think I would have been too terrified as yeah. a kid to do that um, yeah especially coming into a group of people so much older yeah. than me that uh, as, a, as, as somebody who was a, who was a shy kid um, did you find that dance helped or because I know everybody thinks you know people who are not in theater always go oh actors they're always they're all extroverts mm. I have spoken most of the actors that I talk to are not extroverts mm-hmm. everybody's an introvert um, did you find that the dance helped you come out of your shell or was it like all of the things that you started to do uh, made you a little more confident to be able to, to be on stage and interact with people and things like that I think dance helped a lot mm-hmm. and um, I think it also introduced me to a lot of like minded people um which made me more comfortable with myself yeah. and yeah as I added more and more things and found more things that I like to do and got into singing and acting and um made me more and more comfortable with myself um yeah, and I was able to come out of my shell a little bit yeah. more yeah. what kind of dancing did you do when you started I started with ballet and then I took on tap and jazz mm. and hip-hop mm. um yeah. do you still do do you still tap or yeah yeah I do sure do that's that. I mean, that is that is something that people don't. It, it's a, it is a sadly dying art. I know. Yeah. Because not many people do it, and there aren't many shows that call for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but when they do, there's like you have something like Anything Goes, which has like an entire cast of people mm-hmm. who are tap dancing. So it's important to keep it going. Mm-hmm. Have you since you uh, went more into the theater? Have you had the the opportunity to to tap? in a show at all? I haven't. No? Not yet. No. Um, I've done some auditions mm-hmm. here and there where we had to tap, but, uh, and uh, maybe a concert. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, no full runs of a show yet. <laughs> <laughs> so. Is there is there a show that, that you can, that, that you would imagine, like if you close your eyes and you imagine yourself in the show that you can tap in, is there a show that you can think of? Oh, um, my goodness. <laughs> well, Forty Second Street, yeah, cool. yeah, crazy for you. Um, trying to think of the other tap shows. Um, even Shrek, there's some tapping in there. I did not know that. Yeah, I there's did not some know tapping that. In there. Um, uh, trying to think of what else. Forty Second Street's probably like the yeah. big one that I think of first. Um, yeah. Is there a dream show? Did a dream you, show. Dream show. Like if you could do any show. Any show. Um, the Lion King's always been <laughs> a dream. That's, I mean, that's, that's, that's funny. You know, what's, what's interesting to me about that is that that was the first show that you saw. Yeah. And um, I always find that people have this certain affinity for the first show that they saw. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know for me, the show that will never... Uh, fade in my in my affections is as you like it mm. Shakespeare's as you like it which is because is it's like the first thing I saw mm-hmm. um, but it's it's interesting that that uh, you know you you want to do and it's still going yeah so you might you might be able I to know. yeah yeah there's so many though that show color purple is another one yeah. that I love um, 
the F-40. Not on the Hamilton train? Hamilton would be amazing, <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> Hamilton, yeah. definitely on that train, yeah. yeah. Um, would, I mean, would you ever uh, want to be in a show with your dad? Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be really cool. Yeah. We're, we get along really well. It'd be a, a totally different experience. I've never yeah. been in a situation like that with him, but I think it'd be cool. I think. Yeah. yeah. It would certainly be, be a different professional uh, yeah. uh, relationship to yeah. go from uh, father daughter to uh, father daughter colleague. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> um, do you, have you started to think yet about plans for when you get back to, back to Toronto? Um, I'm just planning to keep auditioning and mm -hmm. training as much as I can. Um, and seeing what happens. Maybe travel a bit. I don't know. What kind see. of training do you do? What kind of training? Yeah. Um, well, uh, dance training. I try and go take classes as much as I can. I really want to get into more film acting. So I'll probably do a lot more of that when I get back as well. Do you have a studio that you work, or a group that you work with when you're doing your dance? Uh, I go to a few different um, drop-in studios, mm -hmm. mostly Metro Movement. Okay. Um, but Joy of Dance is another one I go to sometimes. Yeah, it's just different studios around the city. Have you had the opportunity to do much film or television? No, I no. haven't. We did a little bit of training uh, at Sheridan, mm -hmm. um, and I've done maybe a couple auditions, but I, I think yeah. there's a lot more work I can do on my own. Well, I haven't yeah. cracked it. Like, yeah. I know so many people, because it's so, it's a different discipline. Yeah. And I know when I was in theater school, we, you know, we talked about that. We had our, you know, film acting, television acting class. Mm -hmm. But I, I, nobody cracked it yeah. then. And it's still um, just this, it, it's like, to me, it's like this alien thing. Mm -hmm. I don't quite understand it. Yeah. Um, but I was talking with uh, Evan Buehling, uh, a couple couple weeks ago, and he, I mean, he was saying that he's still doesn't he didn't, hasn't cracked it yet. <laughs> still he trying to crack it, it yeah. Um, and he's like working in television, mm. you know. <laughs> so it's like one of those things that, that we continue to struggle with. Yeah. Um, have you? Um, so you haven't really done uh, much film or television. Have you ever? Mm -hmm. uh, so no short films or anything like that. No. No. Nothing like that. Um, yeah, it's, it's, I know for me, I've only done one thing where I felt like I had it. Mm. And this group, they hired like these four theater actors to do this film. Mm -hmm. And so they were like, wait, these are theater actors, so we're going to do rehearsals. Right. Which it never happens right. in film. Yeah. So we had these rehearsals, and so when we got to actual film day, Mm. Everything was great. Right. We cracked it because we started theater and they were saying, take it down a bit, and take okay. it down a bit, and take it down a bit. And then we had it. Right. But man, I don't, I don't know. Like, yeah. I can't duplicate that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, so difficult. It, yeah. it, it's one of those things that's, that, that scares me, mostly because I always feel like as soon as somebody says action, that yeah. I am now lost. Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. And also, there's something different about. You know, when the curtain goes up, somebody saying action. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. it's like somebody saying, "Now act, act for me, please." Yeah, which is always kind of difficult. Yeah. Um, so you wanted to you want to take some some film some film classes? Yeah, and try my best to yeah. crack it, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. Do you do you uh, take singing lessons as well? Yeah, yeah, take singing lessons. Trying to learn to play some instruments as well. What are, um, what, are, what instruments are you trying to play? Piano mm -hmm. and guitar, mostly, and ukulele a little bit. Too. Do you have a background with piano, or are you starting from scratch? Pretty much starting from scratch. Yeah. I, I took a little bit as a kid, but not very long. <laughs> <laughs> did, yeah. did, you, did you hate it? I, I think I was just interested in other things, mm -hmm. and I just wasn't focused on practicing. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that's, that's pretty common. I know a lot of yeah. people are like, my mom's making me go to <laughs> but now I'm like I wish but they forced me to stay of course, yeah. of course. Uh, and, and of course everybody who because you see somebody who really plays the piano you're like I yeah. wish I could do yeah. that you know yeah. and of course that person is the person who stayed with it when yeah. the parents made them go yeah. um, and guitar um, is that again from yeah, scratch pretty yeah much from scratch too how, yeah. are your, how are your calluses are you uh, are they They're, are they there or are they not uh, yet no, no? I'm no? still that's always Baby been the thing for yeah. me. Is like I pick up, I pick up the string instrument 
whether it's yeah. a guitar or mandolin or something, and like five minutes later, I'm like, oh, man, yeah, too much. And yeah, then I, uh, I, I set, put it down, and then I don't touch it again. For yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. yeah. I'll get busy with things and I'll come back and I'm starting all over again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the the finger, the transitions, which are always a yeah. hard thing as well. Yeah. Um, is there is there something that you've learned um, from either from uh, doing this show or or working at the the solar stage and other shows that um, you'd, you'd want to go back and tell um, young high school you? Hmm. Um, just to go for it right from the get-go. To walk in on day one mm. and throw yourself into it fully and not be scared mm. of making a mistake, mm. not trying to get things so perfect mm. right from the get-go because they never are. Yeah. And usually that holds me back from, you know, getting to where I want to be. Did you find that difficult when you were when you were younger? Just the the, the going in feet first and not. Oh yeah, for sure. I um, being a shy kid and always worrying about you know mm-hmm. being quote unquote perfect. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it stopped me in some areas and yeah. made me scared and and. You know, and I'm still learning how to take that out of my brain. But yeah. I think through things I've been through so far, you know, I, I have made mistakes and I've, you know, fallen on my face and or whatever, cracked in front of the audience or yeah. whatever. And and you get back up and everything's fine. And, yeah. You know. Is there an, is there a particular uh, point at which you realized that you you'd been able to accept that not perfect is okay? Um, I think it was a. Uh, a gradual process of just um, letting myself be open and you know make mistakes and fall on my face enough mm-hmm. to realize that it's not really that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, I, I I've seen myself get better because I let myself fall. Mm-hmm. Then you figure out the source of the problem, how yeah. to get out of it, yeah. and. Just realizing that I've, you know, you could waste so much time just overthinking things and yeah. trying to be perfect, and yeah. you know. Um, you were talking about about cracking on stage. Mm-hmm. Did do you have a a, a legendary or, or big uh, I just laughed on stage moment? <laughs> well, actually, you know, what? I don't know if it's ever happened on stage, but it's happened in front of classmates, like yeah. in the performances in front of, you know, my twenty or twenty five other classmates, or, you know. Or how many of us were there? Over thirty, watching you and you crack in front of all of them. And, um, it used to be the norm for me. I just yeah. every performance I'd go up and I just crack. I I have had a number of performances where yeah. um, I just out and out laughed on stage. Yeah, and in almost every instance, it was the same actor who made me break. Oh my gosh! The same guy, and he targets me. Yeah. Anytime I do a show, I know. <laughs> he's gonna try to find a moment, and he's gonna, he's gonna do it. Mm. Um, so you're you're lucky that you haven't done it in front of an audience. Yeah. But I almost think that, like laughing in front of your your peers, your classmates, is almost worse. Yeah. Than well, actually, sorry. When I say crack, I mean like vocal crack. Oh, vocal I've crack. I've never okay. laughed. Well, okay. laughing laughing has happened okay. on stage for oh, sure. Okay. Where another colleague could he just. Couldn't keep it together. I, I think oh, I kept it together for the, the most part. That's the worst. But he was gone, and I was yeah. trying so hard to... I think I kept it together for the most part, not fully. Do you remember what show it was? Um, it was... Oh, I forget, actually. But <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> yeah. But... Yeah. I remember all of mine vividly. Yeah. Vividly. Yeah. Vividly. A Midsummer Night's Dream. Yeah. Uh, I was Peter Quince, and he was one of the mechanicals, mm. and... <laughs> he would just do things, yeah, and I'd be gone. I'd be on stage, yeah, laughing. Oh my goodness, yeah, which is which is mortifying. But you know what? The audience doesn't really know that it's not supposed to happen. Mm. Sort of, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and all the yeah. actors that you're on stage with know. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> just trying to trying to think because there's, you know, you're you're sort of 
you have a great role model in your father mm-hmm. for for a solid career. Um, and uh, a lot of actors would be very fortunate to have the the the, the theater career that, that your father has had. Um, do you? I mean, obviously, every theater career is different. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have a foundation from from watching your father. Is there? Um, something that, that, that you are, are looking at uh, in your father that you're sort of trying to emulate? Um, I think mostly just the work ethic. Yeah. And, um, and because I see him at home every day, you yeah. know, trying to find his way into a script or mm-hmm. learning a new song or, you know, various different things like that. He's just always working and always mm-hmm. learning. So I take that from him. Um, but I also, I try to focus on myself and not try to mm. copy him. I, I try to learn from him, but yeah. try and um, take that into myself and make it my own yeah. some way. Well, you can't copy somebody else's yeah. process. Yeah, you have I'll never be like him. Yeah, yeah. Um, when you're looking at a script, is there something that you look at first that helps you find your way into it? Um, I think if I can find a way to relate it back to my life, find an experience that's similar or um, an experience in my life that'll just help me into a certain emotion and um, way of being of that character. That's when I really can find it. A script clicks from here. I find my way into the, the piece. Are you, are you on social media at all? Uh, Aside from Facebook, because everybody's on Facebook, do you have like Twitter, Twitter and yeah? Instagram? Yeah. yeah, yeah. What's your uh, What's your uh, your Twitter handle? If you don't mind sharing, Twitter it. is uh, Aisha dot Jarvis, and my Instagram is Aisha L Jarvis. Cool. Yeah. Um, do you find Do you have a website? I don't have a website. No. No. Um, do you find? Uh, I mean, people use Twitter for different things. Mm-hmm. Um, some people use it for networking, and mm-hmm. some people use it for. Um, self-promotion and some people use it just to fart the day away mm-hmm. um do you have a, a particular like how do you tend to use it um you know i can i'm i think i'm going to begin to use it more to promote myself and my career but i find it's mostly just been about me and you know if there's something i feel like i want to share with the world mm-hmm. i'll share it and yeah. kind of connect me with other people things like that but cool yeah um that's that's like fifty minutes, so I think we're, we're good. This has been fun. Great, yeah, it's been so much fun. <laughs>